With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs along with you on a Sunday afternoon on what was a very frustrating Sunday afternoon for the vast majority of it, but a celebratory Instant Reaction Podcast here as Iowa gets a 58-55 to win at Minnesota. A big, big win for this team who obviously had struggled on the road the last couple of times out. What, a 35-point loss to Purdue? Just a 12-point loss at Indiana on Thursday, but it felt like it was worse than that. And felt like things uh, were slipping a little bit. Not not ready to call it a fade by any means. Even with a loss today, it wouldn't have been called a fade. It's tough to win on the road in the Big Ten, but Iowa got that win, needed it. 18-8 and on the season, 9-6 and in the Big Ten. And we'll get to standings and more coming up here. But just a big win for Iowa, who started on an 8-0 run, looked good at the start. Had a rough 38 minutes and then ended with an 11-0 run at the end of the game to pull out the win after Minnesota had that 8-0 run late. I think it was tied at 47, and Minnesota went on an 8-0 run to go up 55-47. I almost tweeted, and I'm glad I didn't, that Iowa might not score eight more points the whole game. It felt like that 8-0 run was the dagger, and... Minnesota turns the ball over a handful of times. Iowa answers. Some big, big buckets by Luka Garza. Uh, some big free throws down the stretch. Evelyn, McCaffrey, uh, and and a, a gutsy win, man. 58-55 to for the Hawkeyes. Not a pretty game. A poorly officiated game. That, fi- that fifth foul on Luka Garza is one of the weirdest calls I've ever seen. One of the worst calls I've ever seen, certainly. But ball don't lie with the missed free throw on the uh, the front end of the one-on-one on that one. But and just a bad day all around for the refs. Uh, kind of a frustrating game. Uh, not a real well-played game through a lot of it. But again, you know, it's, it's so funny as fans how the end of a game makes you feel, you know, if, if Iowa doesn't pull that out and, I, and we're sitting here talking about a loss today, that's... Uh, I'm not smiling, certainly, and I'm a lot more upset about the terrible officiating. I'm a lot more upset about the play of Joe Wieskamp. I'm a lot more upset about the auto bench of Luca Garza with two fouls, with three fouls, with four fouls. There was one point, I think, with 10 minutes or so left where it was like, just just put him in. If he fouls out, he fouls out. He, he was our only offense at that point. Um and he did foul out late in the game, but it was too little too late at that point. Uh, ESPN, hopefully you were watching. Uh, Luca Garza is the best big man in the country. Certainly the best in the Big Ten. Probably the player of the year in the Big Ten. Maybe the national player of the year. Is Fred McCaffrey coach of the year in the Big Ten? He could be. Iowa now third place in the Big Ten, tied uh, for third place. At 9-6 and six, alongside Rutgers and Michigan State, you saw Penn State and Maryland uh, ahead of Iowa, ahead of those three teams in the standings. 
And now you look ahead Thursday at home against Ohio State, next Tuesday at Michigan State, then Saturday home against Penn State, Tuesday a revenge game against Purdue in Carver-Hawkeye Arena, and then three weeks from today at Illinois in a game that's going to be, feels like it'll have a lot on the line. Uh, Maybe not you know, conference title or anything like that, but but certainly top four and that double buy in the conference tournament. And now we can all kind of take a collective deep breath and start talking about that again. The top four in the Big Ten tournament, seeding in the NCAA tournament, and uh, at least for a few days, put away the haters talking about the Fran fade, which was ridiculous Thursday night against after the Indiana game. And honestly, would have been ridiculous today, even had Iowa lost. Look, this team is depleted. There's no doubt. But the the fade is losing inexplicable games. That's what they've done when they faded. None of these games have been inexplicable. The Big Ten is a bear on the road this year. Teams don't win on the road very often. And Iowa was able to do that today, even without, without C.J. Frederick, even with Joe Wieskamp scoring two points on one of seven shooting a rough day for Joe. Really need him to kind of step up when Garza's having foul trouble and CJ is out day to day. I think is what I saw Gary Dolphin tweet today. But by all accounts, a, a tough ankle sprain. Now we also thought CJ may be out for the year with that hairline fracture or stress reaction. I think is what they called it in his foot, and, and he came back a lot quicker than we thought and. Uh, looked good up until Thursday night at Indiana. So who knows? We'll see with uh, with Frederick what what happens with him. But today we can talk about a win. Tomorrow we'll likely still be talking about a ranked team and a team that's tied for third in the Big Ten uh, as we hit the second half of February, which is fantastic. Uh, I'm going to go through Twitter here. Uh, want to apologize quickly. I haven't had a lot of these instant reaction podcasts lately. It's been uh, it's been a nuts couple of weeks for me here at the Downs household. Um, when my wife is as busy as she has been, and I've got both kids, I have a four year old and a seven month old. It's tough to, I mean, sometimes it's tough to watch the games, right? At least in their entirety as they're going on live. You have bath time and bedtime and things like that to compete with. Certainly tough to then break away 10 or 15 minutes to to do a podcast or at least any sort of a quality podcast. So apologies on that. And then this last week I was on vacation, so didn't have a chance to talk after the Indiana game. Had somebody text me or tweet at me, uh, you know, why do you only do them after a win? I, it, it certainly seems that way. I was going to do this today, win or lose. Uh, it's definitely more fun to do after a win. I'm more motivated to do it after a win. I'm human, just like the rest of you. I get it. I think you want it more after a win. I know I certainly did uh, when I was in your shoes just waiting for these to hit my feet after games like this. Um, you know, John do some, John would do something after a loss, and, uh, you know, to be honest, I didn't really want to listen to it. I didn't want to wallow in a loss as much as I want to celebrate a win. Speaking of Twitter, I'm going to go through. I, I asked for just some reaction uh, quickly on Twitter on the Hawkeye Nation Twitter page. That's, again, at Hawkeye Nation. Give us a follow if you're not already, although you certainly seem to be. Uh, Curtis says, talk about how three of Garza's five fouls were absolutely BS calls. Yeah, man. There was the, the one sequence, and I, I don't remember who tweeted it. We retweeted it on the account um, where 
You know, Garza goes down, gets hacked a couple of times, makes a shot, doesn't get fouled. Right on, I think it was his fourth foul, just, you know, the ensuing possession for Minnesota and a ticky-tack foul call on, on Garza. And it's, you know, just call it both ways. Just call it the same both ways. Chad says praise for the should-be Big Ten Coach of the Year to start with. He's he's certainly in the running. There's no doubt about that. These uh, next three weeks will be, will be instrumental in seeing how this team finishes and, and where Coach McCaffrey finishes. Where is Joe Wieskamp, says Kirk's AirPods? It's a good question, man. He had a, he had a rough game. He had a bad game, a game that we can overlook now that um, Iowa got the win, but Joe was just 0 for 1 from just one three-point attempt all game. Certainly seemed like he stopped shooting at some point. One of seven from the field. Eight rebounds, you know, so affected the game a little bit there, but was really kind of a non-factor. And again, in a game where Garza is in foul trouble and you're struggling to find offense from anybody else, uh, Joe just has to be able to step up in those situations. Uh, Dan says, I want you to explain how beating a 12-11 and 11 team in is a big, big win. I tweeted, you know, big, big win for the Hawkeyes. Look, man, they got blown out the last two road games. Uh, It felt like things were starting to slip away. You don't have C.J. Frederick. You are, are, you know, down by eight with two and a half minutes left. I, Dan, I don't, I don't have to explain to you how that's a big, big win. This is a big, big win. Uh, I saw Brendan Styles tweeted, if Iowa wins... They're tied for third. If they lose, they're in seventh in the Big Ten standings. It doesn't matter who's on the other end of the court. If that's the situation, that's a big win. On a, on the road, in conference, that's a big win. Needed one of these two at Indiana and at Minnesota this week, and you got one of them. That's a big, big win. David Wright, I love Wieskamp. He needs to step up on the road. Hawks by a milli. Why are we still having trouble giving up open threes? It's a great question. It's a frustrating thing. Um, Minnesota... You know, that that being said, Minnesota just seven of twenty five from three point range. Now I would just four of thirteen, um, but twenty eight percent is what Minnesota shot. A lot of them were open looks, but they weren't by good shooters, and so didn't kill us today. Uh, Steven wants some adjustments that Fran needs to make to get the most out of this team. Down three key players, man. If I if I could tell Fran that, I would call him today and tell him. I don't have Fran's number, but I'd find a way to get it to him, and I'd and I'd be the coach of the year in the Big Ten. I don't know, man. They're they're just gonna have to tough this out. They're gonna have to figure this out. Uh, you got some good minutes and some good points from Bakari Evelyn tonight. Seven points from him. Pemzel had six points. It's got to be the most he scored in a while. Some good minutes from him. Good to see him bounce back. Creener with ten points, although oh of three from three point land. I know he can hit that shot from time to time, but man, just. Take fewer of them, maybe. 4 or 14 from the field for Kreener. Connor with 6 points. Joe Toussaint, who didn't play a lot in the second half, uh, just 3 points. Really, it was the Luca Garza show, as it always is. 24 points and 8 rebounds for him, even though he fouled out late and um, and was in foul trouble through through much of that game. That 1-3 that he hit was huge. Um, I think it was 55-51 at that time, and Garza hit that 3 to bring him back within 1. Chris Burns wants me to tell you that CJ will be back soon. We can hope, man. We can hope. Again, like I said, he was back quicker the last time than, than we thought he would be. Maybe that'll happen again because Iowa needs him. Um, you can win a couple of these games, maybe protect home court without him, but going into the Big Ten tournament, if you want to do anything, going into the NCAA tournament, certainly 
Iowa needs CJ Frederick and a healthy, confident, swaggerful. Is that a word? Swaggerful. CJ Frederick. That's what Iowa needs. Mark, I want to hear why you think Joe W is a non-factor when his scoring is what this team needs the most. It's a good question. He's he's not a super aggressive dude, and, and he needs to add that element to his game. Um, he's not a player that's ready to go to the NBA, which on one hand is a good thing because you think you're going to get him back next year. You maybe keep Garza. You get Bohannon back. All of the other guys that we've talked about ad nauseum who have been out back. Uh, this, this team could be setting up for a special season next year but we're in the midst of a special season right now what happened to joe t in the second half asked nate not sure didn't play much i can tell you that tony wants to hear somebody else agreeing that the big 10 refs are so bad big 10 refs are rough it's probably all of college basketball but we watch more big 10 games than anything Uh, the refs today had a rough day and there's a lot of inexplicable calls I don't want to bag too much on them as I, I don't know what that job entails. I don't do it. I've never done it. Certainly not at a level like that, but it, it is frustrating. Especially, God, that that fifth foul on Garza was a terrible call. Just an inexplicably weird call. The guy fell down. He traveled. And because Garza's standing next to him, he gets the foul. Like, Kreener blocked the shot. Garza wasn't even the one on, on the block. Anyway. Brandon wants to know how the refs got away with worthless fouls on the National Player of the Year, and John McGrath. What happened to Toussaint? So a lot of the same, uh, a lot of the same there. But hey, let's celebrate this Sunday. Celebrate a win. Again, started on an 8-0 run, ended on an 11-0 run for the Hawkeyes. En route to a 58-55 win, 18-8 on the season, 9-6 in conference. Five games left, you think. If you can win the three at home and, and lose the two on the road, that puts you at 12-8 and eight in the Big Ten, and that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Rob Howe has all your coverage on HawkeyeNation.com. He's writing up uh, the post-game report and all of that right now, and then he and I will join you tomorrow for a Hawkeye Nation podcast where we will – Talk more about this basketball team. Look more ahead in depth at the uh, the final five games of the regular season, what we can expect in the Big Ten tournament, the NCAA tournament, maybe some wrestling talk. Iowa with a big win over Minnesota last night, uh, really a dominant win after the first handful of matches. Um, some Iowa women's basketball, possibly the Iowa baseball season started. So uh, we'll touch on all of that. And uh, and always we always try to do a little bit of football for you. That'll be Rob Howe and I on the Hawkeye Nation podcast tomorrow. For now, this is the Instant Reaction Podcast. Thank you for listening. Go Hawks!